We are Santa's elves. We are stuck in hell. Every day's a hideous nightmare. Only death will quell. Ho, ho! Welcome, right jolly old elves, to Geek Salad episode 122, Operation Chimney Sweep. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. And right now, we are actually celebrating the Christmas season a little early. My wife, the hostess with the mostess, Autumn, has made us mulled wine Holy to drink. Oh goodness, I need this recipe right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is really good. Yeah. This is really tasty, honey. Please send this to my wife. I definitely appreciate this shortbread, that's for sure. Oh, good. There's Nutella, too. Mm. I get, I got a taste for Nutella when all my Jewish friends brought it for Passover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just saying. That's the only time I ever ate Nutella in my life in, in, in school. You know, my, I don't know. <laughs> my mom converted to Judaism and we've never had Nutella in the house. Really? Well, I haven't had it in 20 years. Your mom is no fun. Yes. All right. That's correct. <laughs> Have you hey, not been paying attention? It only, took us 20 ep- it only took us 20 episodes to figure this out. So, anyway, today we are uh, going to be talking all about the, the, the history of Santa Claus through culture and pop culture. The rat bastard. Yeah, exactly. It It's an interesting story, to say the least. So, uh, no Chris's Cultural Corner this week. KKK, that's not... So we're just going to get straight into the social media feedback on uh, Santa gift-giving fails. <laughs> um, you know, everyone's got that story of the time they asked Santa for something, and Santa, or mom and dad, or Santa, uh, got it completely wrong. Or oh, Krampus. Huh? Or oh, Krampus. Oh, stop with the Krampus stuff. Krampus <laughs> doesn't bring you anything. No. He brings you no, He brings you pain. pleasure on many, many a day. He brings you pain. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, some clown here named Mike Gulick says uh, he has yet to give me a Death Star. That sounds like a brilliant idea. All right. You may far when ready. Commence primary Uh, Jim, who could not make it again tonight, says Steve Gutenberg is no longer the uh, the mean star he was in the uh, 80s. <laughs> That's what he wanted for Christmas. Uh, J- uh, Jonna brought up that he was a jerk to Rudolph, see Rankin and Bass, and he never brought me the Dancerella. It was a ballerina, graceful, delicate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a delicate little flower. Our buddy Steve uh, had a few... Little comments about this, if I can pull the damn thing back up here. All right. I bet they're all polysyllabic. Oh, uh, well, yeah, pretty much. Um, he pretty much brings up, first of all, why are so many poor kids on the naughty list? He's a classist. <laughs> um, and then uh, on the morning of uh, December 25th, 1983, a little girl somewhere uh, who got all my He-Man guys instead of a Cabbage Patch kid. <laughs> <laughs> This is a true story that stings him to this very day. Apparently. <laughs> 32 years yep. later. 
And then, uh, most likely, you just want to ask uh, Santa why there aren't any rich white kids on the naughty list. <laughs> and then finally, and i got to read this one, because our friend Matt Jones had a really fun one. On the one hand, he did bring me the Death Star playset when I was seven. But on the other hand, he also brought me a Jar Jar Binks toothbrush when I was in my early 30s. <laughs> So basically, yeah, but that is a, he's, basically, 30s. he's basically saying that he got naughtier as he got along as he got yeah. along in age, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, if you're still asking Santa for thing when you're in your 30s, hey, Santa all brings to all ages, okay? Right. Yeah. As long as you're rich and white, you're okay. <laughs> and if you're rich and white, you shop from Hammock or Slimmer. <laughs> or oh, is it William Sonoma? William Sonoma. And yeah. their despicable catalog. Oh no, no, no. Hammock. <laughs> I think it's Hammock or Slimmer, the one where you can order, like, your own personal quarter-sized gas-powered train. Oh! Oh, no, I was unaware of these fools. Oh, goodness, yeah. William Sonoma is for, you know, the, the, the lower class. No, Hammock or Slimmer is the one where you get your own custom-made uh, Batmobile. Oh, okay. Every year... All right, I'm just going back to William Sonoma because this is what I can... I, I can Focus on every year. Deadspin.com puts out their cat. They 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 read the entire William Sonoma catalog and pick like the thirty most odious things that are on this year's list, and they're all ridiculous. Like, didn't they have like uh, six star-shaped giant marshmallows, and they're charged snowflake shape. Snowflake shape, and they were Hand fifty. Cut. Yeah, fifty dollars for six marshmallows. Marshmallows. Greed, for lack of a better word. Is good. They also have your own custom-made um, chicken coop with reclaimed artisanal wood. Yes. And like hand-twisted wire for your chickens. Greed is right. So when uh, when did William Sonoma become a hipster douchebag? Oh, they they've been hipster douchebags for a long time. They, they, before that, they were foodie douchebags. Before that, they oh, were, they're still foodie douchebags. Yeah. Trust me, you can buy like a hundred dollars worth of. They're just now hipster foodie douchebags. Oh, and the string acorn. Oh, yes. It's a ceramic acorn meant to hold your string. The string you might need to tie up your poultry. Oh, Jesus. But it's a special ceramic acorn. Yeah. Because a stick in a spivet isn't good enough. Yeah. Or, you know, throwing a ball of twine in a drawer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take out once a year. No, I have to use an acorn. There you go. Greed works. Um, did you guys have any, like, quick Santa failures in in your childhood? Well, not my childhood specifically. I mean, I was... Oh, no. I, what did you do to your kids? I haven't done anything to my kids. No, when I was a kid, I mean, I was the only child of divorced parents, you know, with divorced parents. And I was one of three in my generation. It was me and my two cousins. Oh, okay. So we always hit the mother load. White privilege. Right, yeah. <laughs> white privilege for the Puerto Rican here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but my wife, on the other hand, she was... She's the youngest of seven. Yeah. Her older, her the next youngest brother is eight years older than she was. And when she was a kid, she always wanted a cat, like nobody's business. And for the month leading up to Christmas, her brother Terry said, "Oh my God, you're not gonna believe it! You're getting a cat." I, I heard m- mom and dad talking to Santa, and you're getting a cat. You're getting a cat. You're getting a cat. That's all she heard for thirty days up to Christmas. Christmas morning comes up. She opens up the bag. It's a Garfield. Oh! She was like six or seven years old at the time. And she, 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 she told me she threw a massive 
thick. Like, just meltdown. Complete meltdown. My goodness. Mike, how did Santa let you down? Um, show us on the doll. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) So I'm looking up the Hanukkah Schlemmer catalog. We have the Children's Weber Grill for $69.95. This is a children's replica of the classic Weber kettle grill, complete with lights and sound that simulate crackling charcoal. Young grill masters add plastic briquettes and light them with the included lighter that makes authentic clicking sounds. <laughs> How the much? Shark, sixty nine ninety five. This is this is pretty inexpensive for Hanukkah Schlemmer. Anyway, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. How does Santa like you? Um, I believe I, I believe one time a long time ago I did ask for the uh, Star Destroyer. Oh, okay. Never got the Star Destroyer. No. Did get an ad hat though. Well, aren't you? Did you have a wonderful upbringing then? I and, never got and the Millennium Falcon. I, did. I got the Millennium Falcon for my birthday. I got, I got the. I remember it was 1983. I just watched. It was yeah. It was the year the the Christmas after uh, St- uh, Return of the Jedi came out. Yep. I got the Snowspeeder, the Adat, the uh, Millennium Falcon, the X-wing, the Y-wing. Jesus! Holy uh, I never got the B-wing. Never got the B-wing. Got the B-wing. Nobody got the B-wing. Apparently he did. Apparently I got the Ad-Ad, and I got about 50 figures. In one Christmas. In one Christmas. Fuck you. I told you. (laughs) The Y-wing was the biggest rip-off, though, because you could not get those engines to stay on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The only thing that was cool about that, you could actually put R2 right in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, oh, God, for me. Well, uh, there was that uh, Santa's batting average as uh, nothing... Until 1987, when he finally brought me a game system. <laughs> I want an Atari! I want a ColecoVision! I want... And I'm getting nothing. See, that that would have been on my list, because I, I asked for an NES for the longest time. But it didn't make my list, because eventually I got an SNES instead. Oh, okay. And I was cool with that. Yeah, well, you should be, otherwise you ungrateful bastard. Yeah. Um, then there was the time, and this was back when the Patriots used to suck, like, horribly suck... Um, the Sears Wishlist had a, had a thing of all the different football helmets you can get. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to have a um, Cincinnati Bengals helmet. <laughs> this is 1981. It looked pretty boss back then. So oh, I asked Santa for the Cincinnati Bengals helmet. And that's when they were good, actually. Yeah. yeah. Boomer slices. Yeah. yeah. And in its place, I got a pair of Houston Oiler footy pajamas. <laughs> The Oilers, who then were moved to Tennessee, where there is no oil. <laughs> and now they're the flaming thumbtacks. <laughs> Andy, I'll get you a Steve Grogan jersey. Don't worry. Steve Grogan? Oh, jeez. <laughs> no. You make us uh, Tony Eason. Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> Damn you all. Don't even get him the good, bad, fake uh, Gooby. <laughs> now, if I wanted to be a really nice friend, I'd get him the, um, uh, who's the short guy? Which woman? Which one? Oh, Flutie? Yeah. I get you the Flutie jersey. Oh, boy. But nah, I'm, I'm going to go with Steve Grogan. Catherine? Uh, I know I asked for many things and never got them, but the one, the thing that I remember is seeing this present under the tree for a long time, and it was, you know, rectangular, and then it had a slope. It was a Pentagon. had a slope coming off of it, and I was like, oh, it's like a personal toy computer type of thing, and I pretended to type on it for a long time before I got to unwrap it and found a Barbie doll. 
Oh. I played with the Barbie, but it was not the personal computer I was No, exactly. Let me ask this. How about the toy that you really, really wanted? You got it, but you were so disappointed with it when you actually got your hands on it. You know what? I gotta say, the year Christmas, nineteen eighty-two. I was I became very quickly underwhelmed with the Masters of the Universe everything. <laughs> I mean, we had this discussion before about Castle Grayskull being the worst place set right. ever. I got Castle Grayskull that year, and not the Atari twenty-six hundred I asked for. <laughs> but I got Castle Grayskull, which for a normal kid would be really cool until you were you're me and you're like. Ugh. Yeah, there's a throne in it. Whatever. <laughs> that I can't sit anybody on because their legs don't bend right. But, I remember. I remember. Rise of Drawbridge not working anymore because <laughs> it's a piece of shit. That's why. I remember in '84 I got the um, the little mini Pac-Man game. Mm. Oh, the yes. mini cabinet. Yep. I got I got Donkey Kong for my birthday. <laughs> and, and, I, and I remember it because I wanted it and I begged my I mean I bugged my mom for it and she got it for me for Christmas and I got it and I was so underwhelmed with it. I think I played it with it once and I just like put it in a corner somewhere. One the thing ate batteries like oh yeah all business. I mean, and that, that was like and it took four, like four to six D batteries yeah, yeah. I think. Tell them about the Flutter Fairy. Oh the Flutter Fairy. Okay so was it two years ago? Yep. Yeah all right two years ago. The only thing on our daughter Scarlett's um, Santa Claus list was this thing called Flutter Fairy. What Flutter Fairy does is is that you put it on her little stand, and you hit a button, and her wings go spinning around, and she flies up. Now, you yeah. guide her by holding your hand. You cup your hands underneath her, and she's supposed to fly. And all yeah, the commercials, all the YouTube, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know exactly what I'm talking about. All the ads, everything. These kids are friggin' just Chuck Yeager. Yeah. Just masterfully <laughs> weaving these things in and around and all that. All right, so we get it out of the box. Scarly is beyond excited about this thing. She is so in love with this thing. We put the batteries in, we let it charge up. First of all, this thing needs to charge up, first of all. <laughs> Finally get it going. We need the instructions. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Hit the button. All right, now hit the release. The thing shot up into the air, smacked into the ceiling, and then fell right back down. <laughs> and they all went, what the look on Scarlett's face? She was like, try it again. <laughs> Then she got frightened when it did start flying around because it was really loud. Oh, it was, yeah. It, it's like, seriously, it's like a pack of hornets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes wild. You can't predict where it's going to go. It would, like... <laughs> so I'm tripping over like furniture with my hands out like holy oh, shit get the thing and then it like smacked me in the face <laughs> and then it and within two days the fucking thing was broken oh god <laughs> Scott must have loved that thing didn't she oh my god she doesn't play with it anymore we, we got it replaced because it was under warranty they replaced it for us but yeah she doesn't play with it at all um, but then, like, Christmas, like, Christmas night, we get home, kids are in bed, and we're, like, on YouTube, like, how the fuck does this thing work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Mike, do you have any, anything you became underwhelmed with? Thank you um, for bringing up that story, honey. That was hilarious. That's a good one. <laughs> Not that I can, well, um, I was a little underwhelmed by the, uh, Ewok Village set. Yeah! Christmas 83! Yeah. Yay, I mean, trees. I mean, there's, like, a net that you put, can put underneath it, and then, like, 
it's supposed to catch things, but you can never figure... I mean, there was never, like, no way to pull it up, so Yeah. you just have to, like, have your figures walk, and then you, like... My brother, my brother got the Ewok, the Ewok Village for his birthday, and I got uh, Michael Jackson off the wall and Cindy Lauper, she's so unusual on audio cassette. <laughs> and I was so jealous because he got a cool toy and I got music by people I'd never heard of. <laughs> 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 now I, uh, I I've since come to love Cindy Lauper. I love she's so unusual. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good album actually. Yeah, so that was okay. <laughs> Yeah, actually, we 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 did get the Pac-Man thing as well, but we played the hell out of that one. I did. I thought oh, I was we, so underwhelmed we, we by played, it. We played that for but I can't, months. I can't think of a toy that we didn't play with because we didn't get lots. Uh, the time I ever got an underwhelming gift wasn't from Santa. It was from a an aunt. I was about nine, and I was still very into My Little Ponies, <laughs> and I was given a big bottle of the United Colors okay. of Benetton. <laughs> Alone at age nine. <laughs> I'm not sure what she was trying. I think it was a regift. Oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> no way. Oh. I just didn't know what to do with it. Right. Oh. Now, you know, when you're when Thank if you're you. gonna give somebody a cologne when they're nine, you give them Jane Nate. No, I should have had Baby Soft or Debbie Gibson Electric Youth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put it in the proper historical context. I got Jane Nate when no. I was like nine or ten. Oh, I told you about the uh, the gift my aunt Beth got me once when I was a kid. The popcorn? The, no, that was my aunt. No, that was your aunt. And popcorn is fine. You give me a big tin of popcorn, I'm happy. No, I, I told this story on the show before. My aunt Beth gave me a science kit. It was like a chemistry oh, yeah. kit, and really all it was were like these packets of sulfuric acid. <laughs> <laughs> they could have pretty much all been mistaken for like packets of hot chocolate because nothing was labeled. At the at the time. Around eighty four. Fucking Reagan's America. Around you, you talk about science because around eighty forty five, my mom was dating a, a pathologist at the VA. Ah. And, you know, wicked smart guy. I mean, and chemist and all, and all that. And he gave me a, a, a chemistry set, and it was a real chemistry set. It wasn't like this toy. I mean, it had like real mercury, yeah. real acids. <laughs> you know, I'm like, my, my mom's looking at it like, what is wrong with you? All right, Joey, before you play with any of this stuff, you need to put on your elbow-length gloves. You got to put on your hazmat suit and go to college for four years. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 11 years old. I'll take this down from the high shelf once I see that degree. <laughs> Autumn, did Santa ever break your heart with a gift? No, Santa's always been very good to me. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Well, then. Of course, that one Hanukkah. Oh, okay. oh, what happened at Hanukkah? Well, we, you know, lit the menorah. Oh, no. And I had recently <laughs> had one of my Hanukkah presents was a perm. Shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, this you is know, not going to end well. I dropped something on the floor, bent to pick it up, and suddenly I hear a kind of blowing noise, and my brother screams my name, and I suddenly realize my hair is on fire. Wow. All the chemicals from the perm are on fire because I got them close to the menorah. Oh, my God. My God. <laughs> wow. How old were you? Um, Mid-teens. Uh, early teens. I, I gave up perming my hair. You know, I perm my hair from like seventh grade through ninth grade or something. So yeah, yeah. I don't remember how you ever had a perm in high school. So. Nah, I remember it was straight hair. Yeah, I was growing. Curly-ish. I was growing it out uh, freshman year, definitely. Yeah. 
Hanukkah, oh, Hanukkah, come white Catherine's hair, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like permed within a day or two, so I hadn't even showered once. To oh, okay. Because you, per- you know, at least so then, the fumes you your- were still on. <laughs> yeah, you perm your hair and then you have to leave it in for three days before you were allowed to wash it out. How much of it burned yeah, off? You could have half high. Kinda- I, I shook my head wildly and it went out. But yeah, the, but you still got that burning smell. And though. also, like you know, it was it was done in layers anyway. So. Oh god! Still, the smell of burning hair. Burning hair is bad. Burning permed hair, let me tell you. Oh good lord! Ah uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So shall we start our Santa conversation now? Yeah, After we've we gone over how he's broken our heart, let me ask you guys this. And this is a round table, obviously. Who do you think makes or breaks? A mall Santa Claus. Enthusiasm. Okay. Yeah. Avuncular. You think these things don't work in one minute past nine? You can kiss my foot. <laughs> Come on up on Santa's lap. Here's a wet one. <laughs> and what's your name, little boy? And what do you want for Christmas, Billy? A toy truck. Get him off my lap. He's wet. <laughs> Bye, Billy. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, I hate the smell of tapioca. I saw Santa last week. We were the only people there. It was a Wednesday night. James comes up. Who's two? And Santa's like, hey, what's your name? (laughs) (laughs) What do you want for Christmas, kid? (laughs) And he's like hiding his little face in my shoulder. And he's telling Santa what he wants. What does he want? He wants a balloon. He wants a red balloon for Christmas. This is the only thing he wants. So I'm looking at Santa, you know, with a big smile, and Santa's like, well, see what I can do, kid. They just didn't care. I was like, this is the worst Santa I've ever seen. Fuck you, Santa! (laughs) I I get him acting like that for, you know, the eighth graders, but the kids, too. Yeah. Have a little enthusiasm. Yeah, definitely. The attitude. I was just going to start with posture. I mean, if they're slumped at all, then forget it. Um, I noticed this at the other mall that we go to. Santa Claus is with, like, that flat straw beard. Oh. It's like, you need to have, like, that full Harley beard in order to yeah, really I, look like Santa Claus. We've been lucky. We go to, uh, we go to the Littleton Bazaar, mm-hmm. uh, to get our set, you know, to get the kids' pictures with Santa, and that guy has a full, real Santa beard. They have to condition it. You can't just I mean, it, let it, it grow. I mean, that thing was glorious. I mean, if I could grow beard hair like that, I mean, I'd be all set. Yeah. And the funny thing is, too, is that for the most part, most mall Santa Clauses are part of a national network of Santa Clauses. <laughs> Essentially, they're all retired Harley guys. It's all a cabal. Well, there's that, there, there, there are two camps. There's the Santas with real beards and the Santas that don't feel you need the real beards. There's you need, no. You, no, you no, need you a real need, beard. You need the real there's, beard. There's... And you, and you know what? I mean, I kind of hate to, to say this, but you also need the body type. You need the kind of a, a larger... At least a little bit roly-poly. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Roly-poly, that guy that, that won't put his clothes on in the gym locker room that looks like Santa Claus. That dude should be Santa Claus. <laughs> as long as he's got the attitude. No, that pasty white ass. Seriously, this guy like <laughs> is like naked from the moment I get in to get all my stuff and naked by the time I leave the locker room. What is it with old guys and getting naked? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, spirit gum is not going to cut it. No, no, not at all. I mean, they, I mean, I've seen good like film. Like my friend Pete one time filled in for Santa Claus on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and he had a great time. And you know, they just kind of threw the wig and the the beard on. You could barely recognize him. That was cute. 
But like the professional Santa Clauses, if you if you are skinny Santa Claus, first of all, have a weak looking beard, or you know, like Autumn said, the the attitude. Did this guy was this guy actually an old man or older looking? Yeah, all right. he had a real beard. It was not. It was a little thin. But you could still see him at yeah. the Sears Town Mall. Sorry, Whitney Field Whitney, Mall. Mall. Whitney Field now, yes, yeah, well, sorry. Where you go for class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There were two malls. <laughs> the, uh, what was it? The, the mall and the mall white people used to go to. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That's, it's sad. And I what drives me nuts now in malls, too, is the, the fact that you know, kids 8th grade and over who are just, like, shouting at Santa Claus like it's catcalling about how you're not real and all that. That's awesome. There are children there. Yeah. Dicks. Yeah. yeah and that's why, that, well, that's why I don't, I don't, we don't go to the Mall of Santa anymore. We always go no, to these little, like I said, Littleton Bazaar and stuff like that. No, they're plenty bizarre already. The best Santa I think I saw was a good ad-libbing one. We ran into him in CBS. He was going to be at the downtown festival. And he was at CVS before then, and we ran into him, and he saw my daughter, and he says, Oh, it's you! I'm so glad! I was hoping I'd run into you today! Just, he didn't know her name, you know, he just said that, and she just lit up, it just, it, he felt so natural, he saw a kid looking at him, and he acted like he knew them, and it made her all he, smiley. He went full Santa. He did, yeah. he wasn't even technically yeah. on yet. I mean, he was in costume, in, right. in a Walgreens, I think it was, but he was... He was a really good Santa. Well, yeah, yeah. So you can tell the ones who enjoy being Santa right. and stuff like yeah. that. Like last year, we were when we went to get up for, pick up our tree. We were driving home. We saw a guy in full Santa regalia driving a red mini convertible, mm. a red and white mini convertible, and he was living it up and nice. common. I was like, that's that's awesome. That's the Santa you want. That's on pet peeve about got commercial Santa Clauses though. Yeah. Sports car Santa. Driving, or they always have a big garage with like. Twelve different. No, this was a mini, so mini, mini Cooper. So. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Those are expensive to maintain. Yes, Does Santa are. fit in the Mini Cooper? I he know, barely does. I know a guy. He could fit down a chimney. He could fit in a Mini Cooper. There's that. Then there was like a guy I knew. He was over six feet tall. I measured him for costumes once for the LARP. His shoulders were at least two feet across, and he drove a Geo. <laughs> if a guy that and he was he was a, a teacher's aide, the guy that substitutes for the jungle gym when it's raining outside. Fits in a geo. Anybody could fit in whatever kind of car. Well, I, I think uh, I think Joe can uh, attest to this. Mini Coopers are not really all that mini anymore. No, they're not. No, they're about the size of my cars. Yeah. 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 So, Joe, let me throw this out of you because you you also have kids. Um, when they see multiple Santa Clauses, do you go with the whole Santa Selfers? Believe it or not. They they haven't seen it multiple has, Santa Clauses in one place. All right. It hasn't come it, up yet. It hasn't come up yet. It's been in, it's been that they see it see Santa Claus in one place, and then they won't see him uh, Santa Claus again for maybe a couple a couple days later. In all right. Place. So it's not. So I don't have to explain why there's yeah. more than one Santa in one place. We we kind of accepted the the Santa's helpers thing, but I I, I pretty much will attest that I pretty much will will say that the Macy's. Mm-hmm. Santa at the end of the parade. That's the real Santa right there. Yeah. That dude is like the most awesome looking Santa in the world. No, I, I know a perfectly illogical explanation for the multiple Santas. Time Lords. No, Merlin. Because <laughs> Merlin can be used in the fifth dimension. To... <laughs> God. Oh, we'll get into that, by the yes, way. Yes, we will. Yeah, we, all right. So, shall we talk about some Santas from around the world? 
Yeah. You know what? Let's start with Krampus. <laughs> Only because I, I just have to say this about Krampus. Guys, we got to stop talking about fucking Krampus. You know, it's funny. I never heard of Krampus until I saw an episode of American Dad. Okay. That was the first time. It was, it was, it was, it was like I said. And then the second time I saw it was on Grimm. They had an episode I, I, on Grimm with, with Krampus. I think the, 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 I had like maybe heard of it, kind of, but it wasn't nope. really familiar to me until that episode of Supernatural. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, where they're like, it's Krampus. You idiots. <laughs> I never heard of him until The Office. When um, Dwight... Oh, yeah. Was, I don't remember what episode it was, but he was talking about him, and that was the true family tradition that Krampus would come and get you. And could put you in a sack and beat you. Yeah. Um, Apparently he's huge in, in Germany, though. Yes. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't, no! I've had, well, no, I've asked, I've asked some friends in Germany about it, I had some in Germany about it, and they're like, oh my god, yeah, how can you not know about Krampus? That explains so much. Well, <laughs> apparently, according to David Sedaris, Krampus will no longer come throw you in a sack and beat you. He will just pretend to kick you. I really? read that book. I, the, 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 Holidays on Ice. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the one where he reads that essay in front of an audience is even better. Um, first time I saw Krampus was at the on the Venture Brothers Christmas special, and it was like legitimately like the first time I had ever heard of Krampus. And pretty much he came down the chimney and raped Doctor Venture. And <laughs> oh, I miss the Venture Brothers. Yeah, I love your Christmas tree tea towel, by the way. Thank you. Yes, we have very Christmassy around here. I forgot I had it until I opened the drawer to get the cups out. I said, "Oh." Apparently, I'm like, rape. I'm like, Christmas detail. <laughs> nice deflection. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mike. Uh, apparently, the very first um, appearance of Krampus in the in you know North America was from like a 1998 video game where he was like a, a villain in this Christmas themed video game. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it is it is more recent than we think it is. Yeah. At least its introduction to uh, the United States. Yeah. Right. Right, because I know he's like a hundred year old, hundreds of year oh, old oh, demon. Yeah, yeah. centuries old, yeah. Yep. And right. old Santa himself. All right, now shall we talk about the worst of the international Santas? Do you mean Santa Claus and Zwarte Piet? Peter. Yep. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Pronounce it. Santa Claus and Zwarte Piet. <laughs> All right. Very minstrel. I just want to put it this way: um, the Dutch last year officially stopped using Black Peter. As part so of the you, Santa, we have well, we have to explain who to those who may not know who Black Peter is. We have to paint a picture of who Black Peter okay, is. Okay, so please, Joe, imagine a white Dutchman all of a sudden going Al Jolson in 17th century garb, <laughs> kidnapping children to put into <laughs> slavery. Exactly. This turnaround's fair play. Yeah. Literally, there's they, there's a man going around in blackface all over Amsterdam, and yeah. Black Peter. Yeah, Santa gives the presents, and Black Peter doles out the punishments to the naughties. The naughties, very naughties. Yeah. No, that doesn't sound racist. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Dante Hicks is just like you. He loves grape soda. You have something to say, dear? No. no all right. So, yeah, no, it is as horrifying as it sounds. Yes, yes, we are well aware. Yeah, finally, um, the Dutch finally decided, like, last year, you know what? 
Maybe which, this is offensive. Yeah, which is, considering how, how socially progressive the Europeans are supposed to be, the fact that they kept this tradition going for hundreds of years. This is their version of Don't Say Happy Holidays. It yeah. really was. <laughs> yeah, this is their middle finger. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Holidays. Apparently, it was the government alone that, that took you know, Black Peter out. The people still uh, do not see him as racist at all. <laughs> like, wow! Yeah, they, 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 they had a poll recently, I guess a couple of years ago, where like 91% of the Dutch people so you know didn't what? see that as racist and didn't want to change So you know color. what? So the next, time, the next time Europe makes fun of us for, the, for our southern rednecks, we can just say, yeah, but you guys got Black Peter. <laughs> he loves grape soda. It's Zwarte Piet. Zwarte Piet. Tell me about Schwartz Piet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So shall we move on to call pop culture Santa now? Yeah. All right. We'll start with the good. Uh, so. Miracle, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, you were just reading my thing. Yes, All I right. was. All right. Now we're talking the original 1940s Miracle on well, 34th I mean, Street. Even, even the remake had a decent Santa. Yeah, it was it was Richard Attenborough. Yeah, I just don't count that. Go, I don't count that as a real movie. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you gotta have to have to modern Santa, Richard Attenborough is not a bad choice. No, exactly. No, I love Miracle on Thirty Fourth yes, Street. That that's probably my favorite classic Christmas movie. Movie. That's surprising me because you hate every movie of this era. Um, no, just most of them. All right, okay. Richard Boss can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No response to that there one. There we go. No. 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 Charming and likable in this yes. movie. He's so like I, there's not one moment where I, I question the fact that he is Santa Claus. Right. Every moment he is Santa. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Even the stuff with the the. Well, everything, except for the one thing. I don't think anyone through the centuries has wondered whether or not Santa sleeps with his beard on the outside or the inside of the uh, the blankets. I kind of have. Quiet, you. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm sure none of us did. And no one has anything else to say about this. We'll move on to the next... Uh... Well, I mean, the only, the only part of, about that movie that I'm, I kind of question is the uh, maturity of the... What seven year old kid girl? Virginia. Yeah. Oh, was it? No, that wasn't no, her name. Not Virginia. No. Huh. Gotta look this one up. Yeah, Susan. Susan. Played by Natalie Wood. Yep. Uh, um, are you telling me that there isn't a little bit of? I mean, she she wasn't playing like a like a nine year old. She was playing like a thirty year old in a nine year old body. Well, her mother Is raised it? her. Yeah. Oh yeah, you've met my daughter, right? Even your daughter had more has more uh, childlike wonder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She wanted a flutter fairy. Yeah. Yeah. That's because we raised her to believe in Santa. But Susan has been told from like age two that there is no that there's Santa. No such thing as any kind of fairy tales whatsoever. Uh <sighs> Yeah, Joe. No, that's not. Oh, okay. Um. So shall we move on? Yeah. Another yeah. Santa, Catherine. Do you have a? Good pop culture Santa. Uh, the Twilight episode, The Night of the Meek, with Art Carney. I don't think I've ever watched. You mean The Twilight Zone, not twi Twilight, right? Yeah, The Twilight Thank Zone. Thank Christ. Okay, okay. good. No, not that, yeah, that was that was a good. That was a good. It's one. uh, there's a there's a guy who plays Santa every year. He's also a drunk and stuff. But then he gets this bag, and whenever he reaches into it, he gives somebody exactly what they want. Oh. 
When anybody else takes the bag from him, it's just full of junk. But when he takes it out, he's like, here's shoes for this poor person. Here's this whiskey that reminds you of your mother, you know, stuff like this. And, uh, and it's a sweet story. And at the end of the episode, the bag is empty, and a couple of young elves come and say, Santa, we've been looking for you. Let's go. <laughs> and they get the sleigh and Aww. take off. And it's... it's I remember yeah, that episode. That's a that's a very sweet Santa yeah, Claus episode. There was there were some other Christmas episodes, but that one's definitely one of the Santa Claus ones on the on the Twilight Zone that I liked. Yeah. Do you have one on them? Well, I'm not a huge fan of the movie, but the actor's portrayal in Santa Claus the movie, I liked him. I don't know what his name is. David Huddleston. The movie had some serious flaws, but the 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 I'll give personification of Santa was. Was warm and cheerful, and I like that they gave him a backstory, even though he froze to death in, <laughs> in the Scandinavian winter. <laughs> but then was resurrected by McDonald's and Coca-Cola. No, he dies in the Scandinavian winter, trying to bring presents to children, and his, his afterlife punishment is that he gets to bring <laughs> presents to children for all eternity. Now you're you guys about I'm the gonna quote David Sedaris again and say that Santa didn't used to do anything. He's <laughs> always been Santa. He will always be Santa. Now I tell you about the. I don't know if you guys ever seen the Nostalgia Critic on Santa Claus the movie, where he recaps the entire movie and they're showing the last scene after he's kidnapped those two kids and brought them to live with him on the North Pole because Saint Nick. Um, <laughs> And they're all dancing, and they, they pull the shot away, and then they fade to Santa and his wife freezing to death at the beginning of the movie. Oh, God. He's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I just figured that was a more fitting ending for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Joe? Uh, let's see. I know you're, probably, you're, you're going to rip me on this one, but I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Yeah. I did. I you know, as fun as that movie is, there was a certain charm to it. Well, especially when he finally accepted being Santa Claus. Mm. I managed to sunk us when that movie came out. I have nothing but animosity for I, that I, movie. I, I, you know you yeah. do. So. Yeah, if you're forced to... I've watched it the once and I liked it, but yeah, if you're forced to watch it over and over, over again... Yeah, I can understand, yeah. I don't, I, yeah I, I, actually, I don't know if I watched that or if I watched the, the, sec, the, the Clause 2, but uh, yeah, he had the same thing where he had the magic bag that he would just pull out whatever he wanted <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that movie in general. For most most of the movie, I didn't care for it, but uh, the ending had a certain charm to it. That and the Polar Express, the Santa and the Polar Express. He that, has a nice coat. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, <laughs> that animation just freaks the hell out of me. Yeah, the, they have the deadest eyes. <laughs> oh, that is so. Oh, that, 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 that movie is so the Polar Express, the Uncanny Valley. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> so the Uncanny Valley. <laughs> that, that. Those those eyes are very scary, and it's just yeah. That was a, that was another one about two years ago. We showed that uh, to our daughter. And she was completely unmoved by it. So I'm rubbing my hands together like, oh, thank God, we'll never have to watch this again. Then we found out she was sick. Oh, no. no, no see, my, kid, my, my kids love it. Oh, God. It's a Christmas Eve tradition at the Angus household. Welcome, oh, to the, welcome to the North Pole. Now you will never leave. How many times they're going to lose that goddamn ticket? <laughs> it's not even in the book. No, the book is five pages long. No, it's more like 20. <laughs> All right, the still. The book is very nice, with very nice artwork. Oh, it's a, it's, it's a gorgeous-looking book. But, yeah, there's no ticket. Right. Well, Jumanji's only 20 pages long, too. It's the same, same author, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's what. Is he still alive? Who? The author of that. I don't Chris know. Van I don't know. I don't know either. No. Because he hasn't done a book in like ages. To the library! To the book depository! <laughs> Alright, um. The, the Santa Claus and Elf? I enjoyed him a lot. Haven't seen it. Oh, that's right, you haven't seen it. It's Ed Hasner. Oh. Yeah, okay. I, I thought it was, um. Uh, what's, what's his name? No, no, no. Sorry, he he was the head elf. Oh, Bob Newhart. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just it was something nice about it because even though he kind of knew that Buddy wasn't really an elf, he really tried to make him part of part of the family. Part of the family. Yeah, exactly. And relied on his help when they had to fix the sleigh and everything. He was just a good-looking Santa Claus, first of all. Now, what are your thoughts on the? Stop that, because I'm going to start yawning. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on the Santa Claus from The Nightmare Before Christmas? Okay. It kind of freaks me out. Yeah, it's... Yeah. it's that that stop motion just managed to make everybody look freaky. It's that Tim Burton kind of... Yeah, the Tim Burton... Well, even though it wasn't Tim Burton. Well, yeah, exactly. So, as, as Jim said, that movie fell out of what's-his-name's ass. So. Yeah. Um... It's just something about it. It's like, he looks kind of cool, and he's a dick, but I can kind of understand the reason why he's a dick. He was kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> be pissed off, too. <laughs> exactly. The night he's before taken away from doing what he's supposed to be doing. Right. But he can fix it because he's Santa Claus. I kind of prefer Jack in the, in the coat, actually. I thought he looked less freaky. You're welcome, one and all! <laughs> that Santa had candies and things hidden in his beard. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little creepy. <laughs> he also had, like, the tiniest feet. I don't think that ankles that small could support that amount of weight above it. <laughs> Maybe he was on a forced diet and he had to hide food from Mrs. Claus. <laughs> no, I'm not sneaking candy bars, Mama. <laughs> Eat, Papa. Eat. <laughs> We haven't talked about him yet. No, we're not, because that's the next thing we're talking about. I hate him. Let's move on to the bad Santas. And there is a lot Let's of bad Santas. And, and the first entry on my list here is every goddamn one that appears in a Rankin and Bass special. Because he's yeah. a dick. Every single one of them, starting with Rudolph. Yep. Well, the one in Santa Claus is Coming to Town isn't, you know, Andy Rooney. That was... Oh, the, the, oh, the Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that was a good Santa. Yeah, but look what he did to Jessica. Well, destroyed that, that woman's destroyed body. destroyed that woman. Well, to be fair, they were up in the North Pole. She needed the layers of blubber. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> By eating their woodland friends. No, no, no. That's where the candy comes Klaus from. Klaus the walrus. Come over here, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rudolph. Even the way he treated Rudolph, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. No, oh, my God. Rudolph. Rudolph. Okay. Well, first of all, you just hit his deformity. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Reindeer, whose name I can't be reminded to talk about, are still going to be on the ground yeah. when Rudolph <laughs> takes your place. Santa, Santa convinced a father to hide his, his child's deformity. Exactly. And be ashamed of it. Great bouncing iceberg. Now, I'm sure it'll stop as soon as he grows up, Santa. Well, let's hope so if he wants to make the sleigh team someday. 
He fails to recognize Rudolph's brilliance, too, when he's just born. He walks into a room. No one's introduced him. And he, the first oh! says Santa. No one told him his name. Yeah. This yeah. is a, creep, a creepily intelligent baby reindeer who can talk right after birth. And, oh, my God, he's a freak. He's going to run actually says he's like, it's smart, too. Yeah. yeah. Is he like, oh, oh yeah. he's, he's yeah. got a lot of no, It's smart. It, yeah, it's like, it. He's like, he's smart and smart, too. Oh, he's so well-spoken. But then, but then the uh, nose, and yeah, then you're hiding his handy capability. Yep. And and the fact that he had nothing but disdain for the elf's song. Come on, that song is horrible. No, I understand that, but it's Santa. But I, I, I've listened to that. You yeah. know, I've, you know, in the in the story, the version we saw on TV, they edited out the full length song, and it's just in the background driving you nuts. No, in the I had it on video cassette when it first came out on video cassette, and. They play the entire song. Oh yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's an it's, annoying song. But, it's horrible. But he does not even bother to hi- try and hide his disdain. He's just like, there's this, this fucking thing over here. There's test animation of Santa like just doing that mock jerking off motion while it's going on. <laughs> oh my God, that Santa is Donald Trump. Oh, pretty much. Yep. Oh God. I'm gonna make good deals with the elves. If you're different than me, you're out of here. <laughs> God. Thanks for making it timely, Catherine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there was that Santa. And then uh, following that, you had uh, Santa Claus. Uh, no, it was the night before Christmas where that Santa preemptively just told that entire town to go fuck themselves. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because of the letter of one kid. Oh, wasn't it a mouse? It was a mouse, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That mouse is a dick, so I'm gonna fuck all you guys. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, you're gonna cancel Christmas now? Way to go, false Christians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. We, we did mention what he did to Jessica. The hell, man. I still don't. I still give him props because. Even Mickey Rooney, come on. Year without a Santa Claus. Oh, I've got a little sniffle. I quit. I gotta go on vacation. Oh, where? Join the rest of us, okay? Mama, call the ambulance for me. <laughs> what was the one with the heat miser and the snow miser? That's the year without a Santa Claus. Okay, yeah. Not to mention the fact that he actually flew on one of the backs of one of those tiny little reindeer. <laughs> snapping its back in the process. They have to be magical. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, Comet. I'll pay for your traction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bad. Yeah. Bad. All right. Mike. Yeah. MST? Oh, yes. You guys have seen most of the MST Santa Claus movies, right? No, I, I think so. I managed to dodge those. First, we've got Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Right. We're going out the good old-fashioned way. Guns a-brazen. Prancer and Dancer and Thunder and... Blitzen, and Vixen, and Nixon. Uh, uh, yes, and what's in the Nixon, pipes, huh? Oh, I, get, uh, well, I always con-son it. I get those names mixed up, but the kids know their names. Yeah, because uh, they're uh, sober. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, about let's that, teach, children, uh, teach children on Mars how to hate and kill and to uh, assault people with deadly weapons. Right, exactly. And laugh about it, by yeah. the way. And laugh while they're torturing this guy. And then we've got the Mexican Santa Claus. Who lives up in heaven with Merlin the Wizard. Yeah. Um, who's enslaved kids from all over the world so that he doesn't have to have elves make his toys. Yep. Yep. Now, 
we had just watched Santa's Village of Madness. Yeah. And which is actually half of the Santa stuff is called from Mexican Santa. Yeah. <laughs> and the other half is is a really really bad um people in costumes and a a vaguely sickly looking Santa from uh, Santa's uh, Villages. Santa's Village. What did you say? It was where California. It was he was in California? It was filmed. Oh yeah. my god! It is. It is nightmare fuel. <laughs> Pure, unadulterated nightmare fuel. <laughs> and then the funny thing is that the most in, in, in Santa's uh, Village of Madness, most of the stories have nothing to do with Santa Claus itself. It's mainly about um, Stinky the Skunk. Stinky the Skunk. God. The Big Bad Wolf and Puss in Boots. Yeah. Nice. No. No. <laughs> Not nice, Joe. <laughs> How about uh, uh, Merlin's uh, walking theme? <laughs> or the Big Bad Wolf's walking yeah. theme, which essentially, what did they say? It sounded like uh, John Cale playing a harmonica while having Play, a stroke. Playing an accordion. Playing an accordion while having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that his theme music? Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yes, it is. He's going with an accordion played by John Cage having a stroke. Wow. Where is that stroke? Oh, God. Yeah, those are awesome. And then, uh, what else do we have here? We have um, any Santa that appears as talent in the adult film industry. <laughs> talent, yeah. <laughs> In the old days at the old old video store oh dear oh, well, oh dear there was at least three that would, would always either remain out or never return <laughs> not even on my best curious day would I want to check that out like uh, they, they used to tell me when she worked she worked at a video store and she would tell me that around October early November you'd get the catalogs for the Christmas movies yeah and the porn companies always sent their Christmas catalogs. Jenna Jameson is Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> In North Pole. <laughs> that was easy. Come on. That didn't take much thought. No, that didn't take much thought. Ron Jeremy is Santa Claus. Oh, God. <laughs> In a merry hedgehog Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I could probably come up with the term Frosted Hills right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> and then finally on my list of bad, I don't know if you guys have any others, but I also have Santa Claus, the wrestling Santa. Uh, back in the mid-90s, back when the WWF was struggling, one of the things that they brought out around Christmas time was this heel wrestler, Balls Mahoney, yeah, that was his actual wrestling name, Balls Mahoney. Who was Santa Claus? He came from the South Pole because he's bad. Z A N T A. X A N T A. Oh. Thank you. I read the sheet. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you for doing your homework. <laughs> what, uh, Catherine? What? Do you have any bad Santas besides Bad Santa? Which I still can't believe people think my seven-year-old should be watching. Yeah, who the hell? Who the hell recommended? There were five people on my goddamn Facebook oh, yeah. page. Like, yeah, they were, they were all 
busting your balls. They were like, yeah, bad Santa. <laughs> and Die Scar- Hard. Scarface and Die Hard. Well, yeah. The guy, the guy doing Scarface is an idiot. So I'm not all that, you know. <laughs> Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, no, Die Hard. Yeah, okay. When she's 14, maybe. Yeah. But uh, even still, it's probably gonna be more of a shock for her to have to guess about like the three-piece suits and coiffed hair of all the guys in 1988 that are... Daddy, did people really dress like that? Unfortunately, yes, Yes, Gary. they did. Seven years, and uh, I think it's still too early for Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, yep, I would no. say Gremlins until at least 10 or, 10 or 11. Probably. How old are you, honey? When you saw it? Nine. But I'm still an avid believer in Santa Claus yeah. when I saw that movie. How about, how about the, uh, the Santa in uh, Rise of the Guardians? Oh, oh yeah, that Santa with one. the tattoos and the heavy, heavy German accent. I forgot about that one. Thank you for reminding me. Now I have to go back to forget about it again. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that. One. Um, it's not good. It's a, it, like, it was it, a DreamWorks, or uh, I think so. It was a, it was beautiful looking. Yeah, the animations. Top like mo- like top. most of DreamWorks and non-Shrek animated films, and even most of their later Shrek animated films, it looks great, but it's ultimately a terrible, terrible movie. That's right. How about the slightly creepy Santa in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Oh! He shows up and gives the children weapons. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, That's yeah. not Santa Claus. It's Father Christmas. That's right! <laughs> <laughs> In England, they're exactly the same thing. So. Uh, I mean, granted, they needed those weapons in the plot of the movie, but it didn't seem a little odd. Was well, it in the book? Would tr- yes, it is in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it's been so long since I read it. Yeah. Yeah. No, they get the the sword and the bow and arrow and the the, the horn and the and uh Lucy gets the little dagger and the the, the healing potion. Healing drop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Santa never did to give give anything to Edmund. No, he did. He gave him the cloak and visibility. Oh, wait. That, no, that's Edmund the wasn't there. That's he the wrong franchise. He was his face with... with Turkish delight. Was Santa was Dumbledore. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, you, can you really tell me there's a difference? You know, the funny thing is, when Autumn brought that up, the first thing, and this is obviously... There is a difference. Santa Claus is married to Mrs. Claus rather happily, one would assume, and Dumbledore is apparently gay. So, yeah, big difference. Yeah. So, there... Um, when <laughs> Santa only works one day a week, and Dumbledore does work Works around. 365, yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, he's getting ready to tap out, so he's like, yeah. Obviously, be- making toys, for it doesn't pay well enough, so he's got to, you know, do he's some moonlighting. He's got to supplement the, by going to Hogwarts. Yeah. But when Autumn brought up Santa Claus and the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, I immediately, like, flashed that scene and thought that the first weapon he, like, gave one of the children was, like, some heavy, like, machine gun. <laughs> I'm keeping it timely now. <laughs> yeah, oh God. Get back your man card, Edmund. There's <laughs> a pushmaster. Oh, I can think of another uh, good Santa Claus. Yeah? <laughs> the Santa Claus from the night the, the reindeer died. Oh, God. <laughs> we just watched that last week, actually. Scrooge. Oh. You've been an awful good boy, Lee. <laughs> it's Lee Majors, the $6 million band. Santa, is there a back way out of this place? 
course there is, Lee. But this is one Santa that's going out the front door. It don't matter a hill of beans what happens to me. The world couldn't afford it if anything happened to you. Now, you stay put. Oh, that's very nice of you, Lee. And Lee, you've been a real good boy this year. Yes, you sure have. Lee Majors! <laughs> Six million dollar man! This is one Santa that's going out the front door. <laughs> no, it's been so long since I saw that movie. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. That was wow. a good Santa Claus. That was a that was a good Santa. He was a he was an actor playing Santa Claus though, because yeah. it was a, it was a movie on IBS or yeah. whatever that. IBC. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. I'm surprised you didn't bring up Nick Frost from uh, the Doctor Who special from last year. I still haven't watched the Doctor Who special from last year. You haven't seen the Christmas special from last year. Nick Frost is Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. it was actually pretty funny. It was actually pretty good. Well, it's Nick Frost. <laughs> what was that other stupid movie? The one where Which Santa, one, honey? The one where Santa has a brother and the brother has to... Fred Claus! <laughs> I don't even remember it other than that I thought it was stupid. Paul Giamatti is Santa oh, Claus. Oh, okay. yeah. And, and, and the rhino. <laughs> oh, yes, we must give presents to our little boys. And who played his brother? Um, uh, it was Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn playing Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Because he's really good at playing Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. In every He's movie. He's really bad yeah. at playing anything else. Yep. Oh, God. I can't really think of any other Santa Clauses that have appeared in anything else. That's weird. Well, there's Santa Claus in South Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, boys. I couldn't let them live. They shot <laughs> Santa's balls. <laughs> Jesus versus Santa. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, Jesus versus Santa. Well, do you remember the, um, do you ever see the South Park uh, Christmas special where they had a little cabaret number of Jesus and Santa Claus trading off songs? Yeah. Yeah. And Santa Claus ran out of songs, like, in the first two minutes, and Jesus can just keep on going. <laughs> oh, come on, Santa, come back here. Oh, fuck you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one where they did the, uh, the... Round, uh, they did the round of the dreidel song. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's DVD. That was actually very well done. That, that was, yeah, that was second season, and it was right at, right immediately after the woman who was doing all their voices killed herself. Oh, yeah. Because the, then they had a little montage of every character she ever played, because yeah. it happened around that time. Man, that's depressing. Yeah, really, dude. <laughs> No, you wanted the depressing Santa. The uh, the depressing Santa is from Family Guy. Okay, where, uh, go ahead. You know where, we don't want Stewie it. Stewie and uh, Brian go to the North Pole because Stewie didn't get a oh, Christmas right, present. Yeah. And they find the North Pole has become this toxic wasteland because of all the presents. You know, like, you know how much, how much, you know what it takes to make an iPhone? <laughs> I can make six million of these every year. <laughs> <laughs> and all the, all the elves are deformed in red because... <laughs> <laughs> and the earth become feral, oh, and only and it can only survive off elf elf blood. <laughs> this isn't about a particular actor, but this was a trope that always annoyed me. All the back when I used to watch TV in the nineties, all the sitcoms and even the dramas like ER, there would always be that one special Christmas episode, and there was always and that very that, that nice older guy, and then something <coughs> nice happens and. 
Hey, find out he's Santa. Mail guy just vanishes and nobody knows where he came right, from. Right, exactly. I, I seem to remember ER doing that like a lot. Every season. Like, yeah. St. Ellsworth <laughs> did that every season. Night Court did that a couple of years too. They, they did that. Every, show, Court, that. Yeah, every show had some sort yeah. of, was that guy Santa? We'll never know episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, that, that was really irritating. I don't remember any of the actual actors playing Santa. There's like an old rotund man with, uh, with a beard. Well, there's no, there's no scary lecherous Santa on that label. No, there is no scary lecherous Santa. That was, that was a fun thing. Mike, Mike brought in some old New England classic eggnog with Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, rum, brandy, and blended whiskey. Yum. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> I had two glasses of this. Too bad I don't like eggnog. How's it taste? Stop. Do you want a sip? I'll have a sip. Uh, I'll pour some oh, in my I've mug. I've seen that in the liquor store, a different brand, and there's this picture of Santa on it, like lecherous, disgusting, drinking, filthy drinking, looking Santa. Drunken Santa. It's it's like I don't want to drink the eggnog because the Santa Claus on the uh, on the label <laughs> looks like he smells of urine. Speaking of it, did did you see the picture uh, uh, Diane sent you of the hipster Santa in uh, yeah. Portland? <laughs> Go ahead, just down it, honey. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Yeah, you're lucky. They, they right below, right above the shelf though they had this one. They had a pumpkin spice version. Oh, well, we don't do that, then. <laughs> no, apparently not. No? I can't identify what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> but eggnog isn't it, apparently. No! <laughs> Maybe you need to mix it with that eggnog. No, this Cut is... it with new eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> There's a familiar taste to it, but I can't place it. I gotta tell you, if you guys want to have... If you, you, you don't like eggnog, right, I Joe? No. Mike, you're just a straight eggnog drinker, yeah. right? Do you want some of this eggnog? I feel bad I didn't get you like your regular beverage this time. Yeah, I'll take some. All right, go ahead and take a mug to drink it out of. Catherine, you an eggnog drinker? Mug. Um, that is a tea Sometimes cup. I'll have a little, but no, it's getting a little drowsy from the mulled wine. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is um, my last glass. Yeah. The we want you to get home safe. Yeah. yeah. I've been drinking. I I'm like that. I'm having cookies to try to give myself a sugar rush. <laughs> okay, that is one of my favorite. Quotes. Oh, that's right. Quotes. On how Santa I met your mother. Ludafisk. Yeah. <laughs> you leave Santa Ludafisk every year. You're supposed to leave him cookies. You want him falling asleep? Santa needs protein. He's <laughs> <laughs> having a sugar crash. <laughs> sugar crash over, you know, middle America. He's going to make it all the way from Oh, Southern God. <laughs> so, what did you guys leave for Santa? When you were a kid, Catherine, what did you leave for Santa? We made uh, sugar cookies. Okay. For Santa and carrots for the deer. Oh, okay. Yep. That's what we do. We have a special uh, plate that Scarlett made like three or four years ago. In preschool. In preschool. That. When I was a kid, we left Santa Antimon's mini chocolate chip cookies because Santa ate half the box in one sitting. <laughs> he still does. <laughs> not him. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, not, not me. Joe? Ah, oh, when I was a kid? Uh, <laughs> Back in Puerto Rico, we used to leave a big well, no, no, glass of rum. and uh, no, well, Yeah, that's actually the truth. Oh, my God. I was joking. I was being racist. Oh, my God, Joe. <laughs> Apparently, it's not racist if it's true. <laughs> nope, yeah, we, we would leave Santa a glass of rum. On the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to eat? No. He's got enough fat to suck that, to absorb that. Yeah, we made a double batch of sugar cookies every year out of the joy of cooking, and then some of them went to Santa. And... 
Yeah. Then, see, when out in Puerto Rico, we also uh, celebrate the Day of the Kings, the Advent Day, <laughs> oh, right. January 6th. So we'd always leave, like, hay for the camels and... <laughs> so is that when the, the good presents came? No, that's when the secondary presents came. Oh, okay. The stuff that would normally be in stockings. Yeah. Because we didn't get stockings in Puerto Rico, we so the stuff that normally would come stockings, we got in the little toilet toiletries and, and small bags yeah. of candy. Yes. What, what, what we got in our stockings was generally like small toys, and you were allowed to open your stocking before the parents got up. You know, we get up at six o'clock in the morning, go downstairs, get our stocking. We were allowed to play with it quietly in our room, and uh, it wasn't until the parents got up that you could open the big presents. Ah. that was the point of the stocking. After seeing the stuff by the Angers house, he had to have an elf along to blow into the... the... <laughs> yeah, he had one of those DIY things. Well, it couldn't start until he blew into it. My stocking was always toiletries and candy. It still is. It still is. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what my I'm stock... getting these days in my stocking. Except for that one year. Don't understand. My stockings were M&M's and Hot Wheels. What, what year are we discussing? What did I do? The year that Santa forgot to bring Autumn anything. Oh, motherfucker, that year. So Autumn had to raid her closet for nail polish and stuff to put in her own stocking so it wouldn't look to the children like Santa gave Mommy nothing. Wow. Oh, you never put that one down. No. Wow, He's already Andy. forgotten it, and it was only like two years ago. I'm sure wow. I gave you something that very is, nice that year for Christmas. That is going to be a memory for the rest of her life. When I was a kid, my dad. <laughs> no, well, that's why I couldn't let her see that I, I got up. I'm like, he didn't put anything in my stocking. Oh, shit. I have to go get so I did. I went and I took, like, all my makeup off. <laughs> I was like, Batman is just like, putting it in. Yeah, one, of, one year I got, like, uh, charcoal pencils and a, a sketchbook. Mm-hmm. And I just went yep. and amused myself for hours. <laughs> I was never allowed to open my stocking until everybody was up. Well, we were. That was that was that was the thing that the stocking we were, was for was to keep us keep occupied while the parents were sleeping in. We were allowed to open one Christmas present Christmas Eve, and then we couldn't touch anything until everybody was up Christmas morning. My mother claims that we got to open something Christmas Eve, and it was always pajamas and some fun little soap. And I'm like, no, you dragged us to midnight mass, and we didn't get to go to the kids' midnight mass. You took a seven-year-old and a four-year-old to the adult midnight mass that ended at midnight. Ouch. And was in Latin. <laughs> no, 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 that was me. <laughs> no, 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 this was, was, church, this was the Church of the Good Shepherd in Acton. It wasn't in Latin, it was Episcopalian. Oh. You know, when I was in Puerto Rico, when I lived in Puerto Rico, my grandmother, who's hardcore old school Latin, who didn't, doesn't believe in the Second Vatican Count. I was going to say, Vatican One all the way, right? Vatican One all the way. <laughs> Sequels are always worse than the original. <laughs> she would drag my cranky, sleepy ass <laughs> to midnight mass. And my grandfather took it. He hated going, too. He hated going to mass at midnight. And it was Latin. I'm Puerto Rican. I speak Spanish, but I can't even understand what the hell the priest is saying. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you rather go to midnight mass, though, than have to get up and go to 7 o'clock mass on Christmas Day? That didn't happen when I was... When oh, was Okay. Up. Yeah, that only happened to me like three years, and then they stopped doing it because my parents realized that yeah, we're all hypocrites, so let's except, not go anywhere. Well, except for the except for the uh, junior and senior year when my mom got deployed to Iraq during the Gulf War. Oh. Then because I was living with the Sawyers, then James's parents. Yeah. And they dragged me to drink. Oh God! <laughs> All right, we're gonna take you away from your toys for a little bit, so you can go uh, spend two hours just stare, staring at the ceiling. How's that sound? <laughs> Yeah, at our Mike. at our house, um, it was it was us four kids. So and we always got gifts for each other. 
Okay. And those ones we were allowed to open on Christmas Eve. Uh, Christmas morning, we were allowed to open our um, stockings. Uh, and then, well, actually, we, well, we had to wait until our parents woke up. Yeah. But usually, like, Santa put, hid, like, little candy, little candies and candy bars around the house. And we would actually have to go and try and find them all. And that was what kept us occupied, gave them a little bit more sleeping time. And then once they woke up, we opened up our stocking gifts. And then we would have breakfast and wait until, like, probably like 10 o'clock or so when the parade started. And then we start opening the actual presents. Now, how's uh, Scarlett and uh, James in the uh, Christmas morning? Well, this is gonna this year, this year is gonna be interesting year because James is fully mobile this yeah, year. He yeah, get out of his bed. Yeah. You know what? It's the same thing with TJ. He's he's got he's you know he doesn't sleep in the crib anymore. He's got his own bed now, and he can get up, and so it's gonna be. A couple of years ago, I remember waking up. I. Like, I open my eyes, and there's this little face two inches in front of me, and she goes, Mommy, there's candy canes in my stocking. He really came. <laughs> that was like, that was just like the best feeling. Whether, like, they, yep. they really, really... Well, she was a latecomer to the whole Christmas is awesome thing. Like, for... No, sec- Sophia, right from the start, Sophia, when, as soon as she realized what Santa does and brings you gifts, she's like... Oh, I'm all in on this. <laughs> Ages two and three. We thought, like, oh, this present, she's going to lose her shit. She's totally going to lose her shit. And I was like, yeah, mm, four. And I think it might have been the, yeah, four. The violin. The violin. It was, the, it was four. That was three. That was three. That was no, three. four. Well, yeah, four, she was, no, she wasn't sick because Jamie was born. So, Christ, what did we give her when he she wasn't was four? Born. He wasn't no, born. and I know that. I'm, I said that. <laughs> But there was, it was in the year she was sick. It was the year before that. But she just was, like, so into it. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, this is awesome. It had to have been the year that she woke you up and go, Mommy, he really came. That was the violin year, I think. Okay. Uh, anyway. Right, anyway, yeah. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, now with Jamie, I know he's he's kind of into it because, like, the elf on the shelf thing. He's He's got to find yeah. the elf every morning now. And... Someone had a temper tantrum today. Because he wanted to get the elf. No, and I told him, Santa's watching you. You have to behave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell Santa you're not being a good boy. He goes, okay. You, you tell Santa. You call him. You call him right now. <laughs> <laughs> I came this close to calling one of my actor friends and sending him a text message to be like, I'm calling you. We well, you know, need you to be Santa. <laughs> you know what we do? No, you know what we do every year is Diane's uh, my brother-in-law down is a police officer down in Chesapeake. And he gets permission from them, but he calls every year at Santa, mm-hmm. and he records it mm-hmm. on the uh, on his uh, you know you, the mm-hmm. thing that they have so they can record phone calls, and he records the call every year and he sends it to her just so he, you know Santa's always listening. Mm-hmm. He's got the record. So. Oh God, I can't believe he said that. You didn't tell me that. I didn't have time. Okay. This evening. <laughs> That's funny though. Yeah, that 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 is Mini Lex Luthor right there. <laughs> Uh, which Lex Luthor? Are we talking the... Uh, Lex Luthor Jr., yeah, we're talking Total Eisenberg on this one. Uh-huh. Uh. So can I ask a question? Yeah. How did you you learn your, your Santa facts of life? I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember just kind of coming to the conclusion after all of my friends told me he wasn't real. <laughs> Everybody was saying he's not real, he's not real, and I decided to be stubborn and believe in him and believe in him and believe in him. And one day I was, I was uh, eavesdropping on my mom... And a friend of hers, because that was the only way I knew what the hell was going on in life. 
And Mom was like, it's like finding out that Santa's not real. I was a diehard Santa believer. And my mother treated it like she treated the sex facts of life. She gave me a book. That's oh, how I found She gave me a book. Yep, I got to my room once and found uh, where did I come from with my Dr. Spock at all. Wow. So I, I was given a book called Santa, Are You For Real? Oh, and my God. it devastated me. Yeah. It really wow. did. I was so... I was, I was I, I, for, for me, it was one of those things I kind of came to the conclusion. Because I always spent Christmas at my grandparents' house and where we moved to the States. My mom was always working, and my dad was gallivanting around. <laughs> so I always spent it with my paternal grandparents, and I always, you know, they always had gifts. On, you know, they, they weren't the ones that my grandparents would never put gifts under the tree. Right. They, you know, the night up, they always just put gifts. And I always kind of came to a conclusion, like, these are the same number of gifts are there that in the morning that was there last night. Nobody came into the house and added more. Oh, gifts. they don't know how to do it right then. We have science. Yeah, we. I got you know at least when I was four, there were there were presents that showed up that were I think they showed up in the tree and they were labeled from Santa. Well, they no, were, we do. They, it, I mean, they showed up overnight, but yeah, I I honestly like I denied until fourth grade, and I don't know how I managed to pull that off. I think I worked it out after I realized that um, Santa's handwriting is exactly the same as my dad's. Yeah, my mom, my mom and Santa had the same penmanship teacher, I think. Oh, <laughs> see, I can, I can hide my, I can hide my penmanship. So. <sighs> I thought I was gonna have to have a hard conversation the other night. Scarlet's Girl Scout troop is doing a toy drive for kids in foster care, and the troop leader was talking about how you know we need to gather these toys for these children so they have a nice Christmas. And I was realizing, Scarlett was telling me all this, I'm like, this could be going somewhere bad. Like, mm. why doesn't Santa bring toys to the... Why do we need to get toys for the... For the poor kids. For the poor kids. Why doesn't Santa <laughs> they're bring they're on the naughty list. And I was like, oh, but anyway, she didn't go there, so I was scared. You pull yourself up. <laughs> so it's the Girl Scouts' fault. <laughs> You were the rest of the taker class. <laughs> oh, God. You've been odd, odd, weirdly political in this one. Shit. Well, speaking of the naughty list, I've never understood the whole thing of coal. If the coal tradition comes from the 19th century, wouldn't getting coal be, like, a great thing because it was so freaking expensive? I mean, it would yeah. be like Santa coming and filling our oil tank. Right. Because we were naughty. <laughs> I like that. That would be great. <laughs> I'm going to be naughty on you. You sound like Frank Cross from Scrooge, though. That's a piece of veal like no fed veal like that would go like $80 in today's market. <laughs> it does seem like if you're naughty, you should get something like rocks. Coals are a lot, coal is a lot more valuable. Right. Well, to your no, parents, yeah, to you now, not so much. And I, I'd be too cheap to be, I'd buy him presents before I gave up all that good, sweet coal. <laughs> you know, when my mom gave me that pencil set, it was charcoal pencils. Ooh, Ooh, maybe you were naughty. That was me. Yeah. I'd go back to ask you about that, won't you? Oh, good lord, now I'm yawning. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you also, oh, you're yawning yourself into a British accent. No, I know. That's what I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just can't turn it off. Yeah, so. the mulled wine, the... Oh, I've had two glasses like of, the, of, of down loaded. Four, and it was just cloudy all day. Yeah. I thought it was going to snow. I thought snow. it was going to snow, too. Yeah. It felt like it. It smelled like it. Mm. We're not going to have a white Christmas, and I'm very sad. Yeah. I'm always happy when it's like snows like a 
few days before Christmas. Atmospheric snow. Like, yeah. Like two inches. Yeah, it's just, just not. Nothing to fuck up my commute, mind you. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> no, pretty snow. Pretty snow. Artisanal yeah, just, snow. Artisanal snow. Hipster snow. Handcrafted. Handcrafted from the Wing of Sonoma catalog. Snack snow. And that, folks, is what we call full circle. Hey, that snow is a thousand bucks a pound. I never eat the snow snowflakes. I always wait until January. I liked snow before it was cool. All yeah, right. That was always cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our that was our Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is this is our last episode of 2015. Our last full episode. Um, Mike and I are planning that we probably will have a couple of mini editorials between now and the end of the year. Probably have a year end review at some point. And we'll probably have some kind we of. Should, we, 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 should, should, we, should, we should record. We should record after uh, Force Awakens. We're all, we're all sitting at the restaurant. I <laughs> oh, don't think that's not already in the plan, sir. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah. So that'll probably be the next time you hear from us is our Force Awakens. Oh, Mike, why are you shaking your head? Because I want to be there. I know that. I want to eat and have a drink. And Oh, so, so do we. We're recording and talk. Drinks. Oh, after. I thought you meant in the restaurant. Like, how does that work? Actually, it might work pretty it easily. Would not it might work pretty easily. Oh, right. somebody, it depends on how your phone, much atmosphere Somebody goes. put your yeah. phone down, hit record, and... So, yeah. Back. So, yeah, so we'll definitely be talking about Force Awakens. We'll definitely be talking... Um, about some of the year-end stuff. Mike, before before we talk year-end stuff, you have to see Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Just I still, because. I, I still gotta watch it, too. It's, it's the number one movie of the year, apparently. Yeah, it's the, the highest-rated movie of the year. Probably the National Board of Review, yeah. Um, every, how, did, how did it end up on Rotten Tomatoes? No, uh, I think the number one movie of the year. One. Yeah. yeah. Number one, yeah. Really? really? Yeah. yeah. It's amazing because all the it movie passed, is. It passed, is the, uh, it passed the, the, the women's test. The what's it called? Oh, Bechtel, Bechtel test. test. Yeah, it's, it passed the Bechtel test. Do you think it's gonna get bumped out next week when Star Wars? Opens? Oh yeah. But no, no, that that you're thinking the Hunger Games. Uh, Mad Max is already out of theaters. No, no, no. I mean, bumped out of best rated movie of the year. Oh, who the hell knows? Who knows? No, this it'll, be, it'll be the. Uh, the Force Awakens will be the biggest, I think, the biggest movie. Oh, of the year. it's going to be easily the biggest movie of the year. But yeah. whether it'll still, whether it'll be last rated, it's a different question. Right. Yeah. It does all depending on the on the critical reviews because that's how Rotten Tomatoes does their I think, thing. I think I think it'll probably best guess. I'd probably say about eighty percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be they're going to be the naysayers, but it was going to whoop Jurassic World, which I'm stuff, actually yeah. kind of okay with. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I have nothing against Jurassic World. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we finally saw it. It was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah it's a, it fun, was a fun movie. movie. Exactly. Well, a great movie. Was the best movie, biggest movie of the year? Good. No. Oh no, no, definitely not. It was a fun the, movie. The, the subplot with the kids was completely pointless. Yep. And apparently, um, cell phones work all over the world. Except for in various spots on that island. Yeah, various spots in Costa Rica. Yeah. So anyway, uh, starting in 2016, we're going to go to our. First, uh, our first episode, we are going to do one we've been putting off since, I think, like, what, three Christmas shows ago? Yeah, 2013, I think. All right, we are going to do an entire show based on The Legend of Zelda, which my wife has finished practically every game. Except for Skyward Sword. Except for Skyward Sword after she, would, what, what bodily injury did you incur? I was nine months pregnant. Oh, yes. <laughs> And it was <laughs> the bodily injury is having a baby. And it's your fault. <laughs> Literally. 
It was your fault. It was it was on the Wii, the Wii mode, and you yeah. had to you know fight with yeah. the sword. And I I got all the way to the final battle with the final boss. I was just so freaking winded. I mean, you know, I had a 10-pound baby, and then I'm like, I can't do this anymore, and I stopped. And I, I never finished it. And oh. I keep thinking I should start it over, but yeah. I don't have the time. Yeah, well, you're busy apparently, crafting. Apparently they are going to be making a Wii U remake of uh, Twilight Princess. I love Twilight Princess. That's a pretty yeah. good one. I like that one a lot. So, well, Ocarina of Time. probably have to have you on this one, I'm sure. That one, Wind Waker, I've done Wind Waker like four times. Yeah. yeah. I finally just beat Wind Waker for the first time like uh, earlier this year, I think. Good job. Oh, yeah. Excellent. excellent. They, they did a uh, Wii U remake. Oh, right. I don't have the wherewithal of any of them, so. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you want to talk about your favorite game, your favorite character, your favorite Octorock... Um, you can email us at geeksaladradio at gmail.com. You can also uh, like us on our Facebook page, which is just Geek Salad Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. Keep, yeah, you can follow <laughs> us on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter, Twitter. More eggnog with rum. Twitters um, <laughs> are for quitters. You can, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Geek Salad Radio and check out our archives either at uh, geeksalad.podbean.com um, or geek-salad.com. You can also uh, download the apps, either the Podbean app, which works for some, works not so much well, for others. We've updated it, so it's working better now. I still have problems with it for yeah. some odd reason. I don't know why. Um, or the Stitcher app, which I love. I, or you can also use iTunes as well. So um, get to us on any of those there. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Thank you, Autumn, for coming and supplying us mulled wine. Woo-hoo! God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Go forth, be nerdful, and Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll talk to you in the new year. Merry Christmas. Kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're gonna have a good Christmas, alright? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. <laughs>